Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everybody and welcome back to Private Education Podcast, the Smart Sex and Relationships Podcast. Um, lots of you may know that in May in Ireland, 82% of the country, myself included, uh, voted to change the uh, parameters, I suppose, around divorce and how long you had to be separated before you, you, you get divorced. So before it was you had to be sep- living separately for four out of five years and now thanks to 82% of the people voting, it's two, you have to be separated for two years. Now in the UK, you can get divorced in six minutes or something like that. So we're still, we're still not quite there. Um, But that I am ashamed to say is the extent of my knowledge on the subject of divorce. And here to educate me on the practical elements and the, (laughs) you look worried, and the some kind of, the, the kind of emotional elements as well is my great friend and my guest today Ellen Cavanagh Jones welcome thank you I'm so nervous (laughs) don't be nervous okay so Ellen recently I don't know if if anyone follows Ellen or myself on Instagram you would have seen that recently Ellen made me wax her husband's ears for Instagram stories and leg I took some skin off his leg I was shaking with the nerves so this is me this is payback (laughs) payback. I'm sweating (laughs) no there's no need to be nervous Um, and yeah lots of you might know Ellen as being the owner of Waxperts uh, Wax which you've got a salon and you also supply 40 million salons (laughs) pretty much (laughs) that might not be the actual number but you know close let's go with that Um, yeah so Ellen give us a bit of background so you're now happily married to Con Conrad yeah. yeah and you've got a little Cooper we do who has like a cult following on the internet <laughs> thanks yeah. to all his modeling gigs <laughs> he's the cutest child ever so you're now happily married to Con but yeah Con is your second husband so Correct. you were married when did you first get married if you like it feels like a whole other lifetime ago and mm. even trying to think back with dates and things was quite quite difficult now I wouldn't be great on that either way that's <laughs> why I kind of keep my you know old school friends around to remind me of <laughs> what happened when yeah. we were young but um I started going out with somebody when I was 17 he was um a good bit older than me maybe this is the thing I've forgotten the details but yeah. maybe like 13 years older than me okay. I'd say okay. and we got married 10 years later okay so you were together for a long, a long time, time okay. yeah and then um our marriage only lasted um we, we would have nearly been two years married okay. when when it ended and did so you it was, then it was a long it was a long time but I was incredibly young yeah I had a lot of um I suppose issues you could say yeah so I think I wasn't in the right place for that relationship at all so it wasn't a very good relationship but I think I was so young that you don't know these things and you just are going along with them and and I suppose the age difference as well like that probably played a part because you were 
yeah. so young that you probably could have been not influenced, but like in a oh, way totally. molded by someone older. One hundred percent. And I think I was quite um aware. I don't know, I was always very into learning about why you think a certain way or why you act a certain way and you know um like it's great now because all you have to do is google search or go on amazon or kindle and you can get a million books to learn more about yourself and it's much more open I think when Brene I was Brown kind of exists now yeah she's helpful <laughs> yeah when I was 17 it was like Oprah and Dr. Phil yeah which was you know at least you were learning something yeah. about yourself which people go through their whole lives and don't know yeah. anything about themselves so I was very much aware that you know my dad was very sick um throughout my life and he passed away when I was 16 so it wasn't a surprise for me that I was with an older man Right, you when know, you, when it you didn't, were I didn't so, need yeah. to go to some shrink to tell me this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm now again, comrades older than I am. Like, yeah. it's not some big, you know, woke moment yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think a lot of what was happening to me, you know, reflected itself in decisions that mm-hmm. I made and that I didn't make. Yeah, decisions that I probably didn't make because yeah. I wasn't in a very confident place mm. or I didn't yeah I didn't know how to make those decisions I wasn't fully grown adult yeah I I think that would be a big thing looking back that you know I'm terrified now for any of my stepchildren who are young you know to get in a serious relationship early I'm just like no there's so much to do there's so much to learn yeah yeah yeah. and even like following so many girls on social media that are you know getting engaged or married or having babies and or you know freaking out because they're 30 I'm like oh my god you're Relax. like a child okay. <laughs> yeah. and then I think back to me and I was like oh my god I was a child what was happening who let this happen yeah you know and so you like when you say you were together for 10 years and then your yeah. your marriage only lasted for two years mm. like what what changed like did marriage change your mindset like and you know because if it was yeah I mean it probably wasn't as you said there were issues throughout the relationship yeah but like, what was it? Was it the kind of was marriage the catalyst for I'd, the change? Oh gosh, it's hard to know. I'd say, in a sense, it was. Okay. And I think it's quite common that it can happen like yeah, this—that yeah. people can go out for ages, uh, get married, and then that end very quickly. Um, I think, you know, obviously, I can only speak for myself, so mm. I wouldn't, you know, speak on behalf of it, of anyone else's. Yeah. This is just one element to the story. There's mm. obviously you know another version out there you know of course that's you know relationships I think I was very poor communicator okay um and I never developed that skill of communicating in a relationship okay throughout so I think then when we got married that skill wasn't developed so it was even worse so I know that I would have retreated a lot into myself and I can still do that so I'm very aware of that Mm. and that I I need to kind of keep keep that to the front of my mind Mm. that not to go back into those not bad habits but that protective mode of just like shut up say nothing everything be fine you know because it wasn't fine yeah kind of probably ever now we did have great times that's relationships but overall I think it was not a healthy one probably for either of us and it didn't bring out you know the best of yeah. of us overall and so the decision to end that marriage then was that like a mutual thing was that you being like I can't do this anymore or was it just a kind of it came to a natural end 
I don't think I ever would have ended it. I don't think I would ever have been as, as miserable maybe as I may have become mm. or as as unhappy as I knew I was deep down. I don't think I ever would have had that that courage okay. in me to right. do that. Okay. So it was a real big shock. Okay. Really okay. big. And so, so what, you were like 29, 20, yeah, 29? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I knew things at the time were not good maybe for around six months we just weren't getting along yeah. is the best way. Yeah. We'd both kind of shut down. We weren't talking about it. Um, you know, the I suppose the idea of going to a counsellor came up, but that wasn't pursued. So I think we were both in a, you know, in our own lanes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd already um, gone into separate lanes, so it was yeah, just Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I remember efficient. early in 2009, going on my my best friend's hen and I was sharing a room with her sisters and we were getting dressed to go out one evening and they were like oh my god Ellen and my whole body was covered in this it was like this weird rash just like kind of round eczema kind of patches but it was like from beyond my neck down oh my gosh and I was like I know I know it's fine they were like what is wrong what's happening I was like I don't know and just maybe I'm stressed or something (laughs) obviously my body was just like yeah 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 but yeah it was like all over me and don't they say that when you're when you're kind of blocking out the stress into in your mind you're not admitting it to yourself it'll come out in your body yeah so that's obviously what was happening yeah 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 so like stuff I was gonna wear or something I couldn't because I was like oh just I had the Kim K like you know <laughs> body makeup I would have oh been God, fine yeah. <laughs> um yeah so like I think physically it had started to yeah manifest yeah but I think it depends on your your personality whether you have that kind of whether you're gonna retreat into yourself or or not mm. so we were just kind of going through the motions and then I I don't think anyone will forget the it's one of those moments in life if it ever happens that you you don't forget it so I came home from work one day um come dine with me was on the tv I had a cup of tea the details you remember I sat on the couch I know and I can't remember like barely anything in my past but this I remember crystal clear and I had a cup of tea and my husband at the time came in and he stood in front of the telly and he said this isn't working I think you should go I think you should go. Oh my God. And I was like with my tea. Sorry, what? And he was like, this isn't working. I think you should go. And I think you should go as in you need to leave. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay. So I went upstairs to our bedroom and I rang my brothers who lived in London. So what they were going to do, I don't know. <laughs> and of Probably course I couldn't get through to them. Move. So I was just like, okay, okay, okay. So I got into my car and I went to a girl I was working with at the time and her her now husband and I was like I don't know what they opened the door to I must have been like a basket case oh my god and they were just like like, oh my god some stuff and go or did you you like do you want to stay here and I was like no no I'm going back to my home so I went back like later that night and just went to bed and uh yeah the next night then um and was we there any part moved of you into room, different rooms, separate rooms? Yeah. And was there any part of you that did you know that was that was final, or was there any part of you was like, no, I can, we can do this. Like I'm going to work on this. Or no, did you I know? Was just like, okay, okay, that's, that's it. That's that's it. And was there a party that was a bit relieved? 
I think there probably was that yeah. somebody called time on it. Yeah. And I I think in this in in this these situations mm. when it's kind of not amicable, but when there's, you know, not that big blame reason like you did this and now we're getting divorced. Yeah, like, like I not think something dramatic. It's, yeah. yeah, when things just don't get along anymore. Yeah. No one wants to be the person to call time. You know, I, I think there, there obviously has to be that element of like, OK, this is we you know, we knew this wasn't working out. Yeah. But what would happen? Yeah. So, yeah, it was difficult. It was just before um, it was the week kind of running up to Easter. OK, because I remember it was that weekend, let's say, before the Good Friday. So that those few days running up to Good Friday, I remember I was like, I have to get a life sorted. Like I now have nowhere to live, okay. basically. So like the practical element yeah, kicked, kicked in. in yeah, kicked in, totally. Okay. So I was in total survival mode. Organization I was like, mode. I have to find somewhere to rent. I never, I went from my, my living with my mom to living with my husband. Yeah. So I'd never done anything like that before. Okay. Um, and I was very much like I'd gone to school, had been going out with this guy, had, you know, yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah, yeah. much exposure to things everyone else does okay. in their teens and 20s. OK, so I, yeah, I went on Daft. I went to my Waxworks, the salon, which mm-hmm. is always like my baby, like it saved me yeah. for sure. Yeah. So I went there every hour of the night and day yeah. and figured out what what how is this going to work out so went on daft found somewhere went up to view it and it was like this tiny little cottage um near work and when I went in I just like burst out crying and the lady was like are you okay (laughs) is everything okay and I was like I'm sorry I just separated I didn't say like you know 48 hours ago but I was like I'm just newly separated and I I think I can do this yeah I think I can live here. Okay, and so she that's... was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And she's like, oh, I'm so a marriage was... counselor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, OK, that's too late, but OK, thank you. So she <laughs> was late, like, yeah, you. she was like, I'll ring my husband and just say, call off the other viewings and we want you to have this. And, it, you know, I can see how Brilliant. much this means. So, so you was... were crying because that was the moment yeah, you realized I was like, you could oh, my do God, it. I can. Yeah, I can do this. That's amazing. Yeah. And bless her, she must have been like, what is wrong? I know, I'd say she she was just like, oh my God. And then for her to be like, this is basically her job. Yeah. So yeah, I had the nicest landlord and landlady who really minded me. And, you know, you know, they're really things like that. You really remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those are the details. The kindness kindness. of people. Yeah. Yeah. And did you feel any kind of, I don't know if if it's still the case in Ireland because of the changes in law and the kind of fact that we've moved on like a number of years and everything is getting a bit more progressive. Did you feel at the time in any way, like not embarrassed, but was there any party that was like, in inverted commas, I failed at this? Um, well, I wasn't ringing my mom straight away. Okay. So I gave myself those few days and then on Good Friday, these are the details yeah. that you remember, yeah. um, I was over in our house for dinner and my sister was there and then, after dinner I was like now no one's to panic and no one's to get upset but this has happened and this is the plan and I have a place and this is what's going to happen okay and I think they were just like what <laughs> yeah so, so you I waited kind of you wanted kind to of have yeah but that would place. be I think in my personality I'd yeah. prefer to have you know everything set in a set or have a sense of right this is what's going to happen now yeah before acting in you know yeah 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 and before letting panic. people know that 
that this is what's going on. Yeah, I don't think anyone that was close to us, I don't think anyone was surprised. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. But but you you waited until everything you had all your ducks in a row before you kind of told people so that it was crystal clear what was happening and yeah. Yeah. And so did, like I don't know how, how long after that marriage ended. Like obviously you had to go through the like legal separation and then living apart for donkey's ears and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Was that period a challenge because of like do you still feel tethered to your ex in that way because you're like still legally bound no, to them? We're no, we're like uh, officially divorced. Like our divorce came through and everything. So that, that but did it? Did oh, at that time. At that time, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it does make things difficult. However, I think having a period of time where it's that kind of pause is yeah. good okay you know now four years is incredibly long yeah you know I had started a whole new life you know yeah. I had had a child like that yeah. was that was very difficult yeah. so I think now having it reduced is is much better mm. but I do think having that time for everyone to reflect because some people can you know make it make it work again yeah I know that'd be so much harder yeah. but I think if you have children involved or anything like that you're going to need that that time and I think that's something that's really key in any you know breakup or marriage breakup is that you have to be at a at a stage together where you know there's no emotion left Mm -hmm. so there can't be hate and anger you know there has to be just total nothing okay then you're ready to move on because otherwise you're bringing in all of these emotions into Um, even if they're negative ones yeah 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 yeah. and that's playing out then maybe in court or in a custody battle or you know and you're really only hurting yourself it's like that thing of you know you're stabbing yourself to hurt someone else like that's what's happening yeah so I think when you really reach the time where there's no happiness sadness anger then I think you're ready to kind of move forward Mm. with things so when it gets to a point of indifference you yeah. know you're okay to yeah and I think that's the only way that you can kind of keep your own dignity as well yeah. and try and keep it amicable obviously that's near impossible I think because yeah. it's such an emotional thing somebody somewhere is going to you know get hurt or be angry mm-hmm. throughout it or stay angry but you can't carry that forever yeah you know so I think trying to come to terms and work through that yourself yeah to get yourself to that place of understanding and acceptance of it, then I think you have a chance to move on. Because, I mean, I have know a lot of people now who are divorced, separated or are going through that. And some are still carrying the wounds. Mm. And that affects your life, you know, every day. And you're holding on to that anger or that bitterness or that sadness. And you can't really move on or... You know, you can't move on healthily. No, because you're holding yourself back and that's all it's doing. It's affecting you. Mm. You know, your partner, ex-partner has gone off on their way with whatever emotions they're dealing with. But this is what about you and your your daily life and how it's going to, you know, affect you going forward. And I think that's a real, a real key thing, especially, Mm. you know, I know friends who are who are going through divorce at the moment and especially if there's children involved Mm. I'm just like just make sure you've dealt with all your emotions that you can go in kind of detached from that ex-partner and really understand that 
you know, this is what you're doing for your children, that you can come at it at a reasonable place yeah. and know that it's all about the children yeah. and keeping them that aware that they're loved. But, you know, you need to be mature. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're, especially really if you're getting divorced. Yeah. I think that's when it drags on. That's when thing. it's a, a mess. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think at that stage, it's time to mature up. Be mature. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Especially yeah. if you have... Um, you know, kids where you you need to be mature for them. For them you can't yeah. act like a child anymore. Yeah. This is bigger than, than you. And it's all about keeping them know that they're loved. That's, I suppose, the biggest yeah. thing yeah. that they can. I know from friends of mine who come from separated parents that some have had a fine experience and some not so fine. And it's yeah. all about that not knowing. Kids yeah. like to know. They like stability. They like to know what's happening. So when they know that that love is solid, mm that there's no change I think it can be yeah. a little bit easier yeah obviously I that, that wasn't I didn't have any didn't children, have children so I didn't yeah. have that experience yeah. but but that's like from what I know of um children who've come from divorced uh who've you know whose parents have divorced it is a thing of like you know some parents try and um like almost like shield their kids from what's happening and yeah. that ends up almost being worse because like you said kids no matter what their age like to be in the loop they like to know where the ground is so that they can feel I think it's a fine line solid, of like what's what's appropriate for the well, yeah, children yeah, yeah. of you don't uh, want at to what age in on quite everything yeah. yeah but I think people do that because yeah. they're so angry and their emotions yeah. are so high that it's like venting to your friend or you know yeah and I, th- I think that takes a lot of self-control yeah. to just zip it yeah you know, and, and I also, think that's yeah, very difficult yeah. and that's where we, it's just maybe it's a human, not human nature, but maybe it's just an instinct in us to yeah. be, you know, vocal about it when we need to zip. Yeah, yeah. when it's probably our problem, you know, yeah. it's because we're angry. So mm-hmm. it's it's trying to, it's very emotional, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And did, so when that marriage broke down, did that change the way you felt about marriage? Um, I don't think so. No, no I was just so different I think after it because I was went into something at 17 you know was very um in a poor place emotionally I suppose after the death of my dad and you know very vulnerable in a sense um even though I was very aware of of what I was doing Mm -hmm. I didn't have much um I don't want to say much guidance that sounds poor but everyone was you know busy grieving and trying to cope with themselves in my yeah. own family yeah. so you know I was going out with somebody it wasn't this big deal yeah um so from the age of 17 to 29 I mean it's yeah it's huge most yeah. people have gone to college or they've traveled or they've worked abroad like things I didn't I didn't do yeah and um, because I was in this relationship and that was it yeah. for me yeah there was no I didn't want to risk anything by going to college or meeting Mm. other people or you know I never would have done anything other than be in this relationship full time okay so you kind of closed yourself into it like yeah yeah yeah. and I was working in um I wasn't working for myself at that time I was working for another salon and super happy and I think that started to fall apart around the time of my marriage falling apart yeah and, you know, even my sister was like, you know, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Once my safety net of this dream job was gone, I was left with this other mess that I wasn't kind of um, wasn't facing up to. Yeah. 
you know, because yeah. I am so passionate about what I do. So I kind of was really throwing myself into that yeah. and not really looking at yeah. my home life. We yeah. were just trucking along as normal. Yeah. So once the spotlight was on that, I, it kind of did all all fall apart. And I then just before our marriage ended, probably a year before um, I started Waxbirth. So obviously I was full on, you know, into if I that, had worked yeah. a million hours before and I was working a trillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my passion was that. And that's all I wanted to think about and yeah. talk about and you know, without any, you know, support. And I think a lot of times you're asked, you know, oh, you started a business and who gave you loads of support and who was great? And I was like, nobody, I did it all on my own back yeah, then. Yeah. And it's great now when people have support yeah. and outside support and peer support for that. Mm. I didn't have that. So it was a lonely time mm. and a difficult, a difficult time. So it kind of just, I think when it ended, there was a sense of relief mm. of, okay, I'm on my own now, but I have this business that I adore, I have yeah. this work. My clients totally helped me through everything. Yeah. It was like having, you know, 10 therapists yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny because normally like the 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 therapist, as in the beauty yeah, therapist, is the therapist. Well, I, your clients you know, I'd done that for them. Out. So, yeah. I, you know, I'd seen people get married, have babies, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever had happened, yeah. ups and downs in their life. So yeah. I think it was you know, for once they were seeing it in mine. Yeah. You know, and they had been there for when I had gotten engaged and gotten married and mm. some had given me gifts and things. So yeah. In that sense, you're like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. No, but, but I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I know that's over. That's, that's done. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that really was a crutch for yeah. me to have that to go into yeah. something that I could really focus on. Yeah. So in a way, like when you say Waxbirth kind of saved you, like it, oh my it dragged you through probably totally. what was a really hard time. Yeah. Yeah. It was everything to me it was way more than a business I mean it was it was I had no like I was going home to be on my own which I had never been before yeah so I might not have left work till 10 or 11 because it was it was easier being alone in the salon for sure yeah and when was it that you kind of like it almost sounds like you had like two different like two different lives it was almost like one life ended at that at that moment when was it was did it take long before you thought okay I could probably get married again or was it very much like that was that life and now you know what I mean yeah I think because it was such a long time in the marriage and it not working out I think I'd done my grieving in it kind of yeah so I was I understand it didn't I don't want to disrespect what we had, but it didn't, it wasn't like I was years, you know, crying into my hands about it. I was I like, okay, mean. this is over and that's, yeah. that's it. You but know, I do that's think that happens life. a lot. I think like a lot of the time yeah. when a relationship is, is running its course, like, and it, it's, it's actually happened to me, not where I checked out of a relationship early, but where I know one of my exes checked out of a relationship yeah. early and he checked out of our relationship months and months and months before I had the chance to so he was able to move yeah. on quite quickly yeah and that's I, I mean that was fine because that was his experience and um, but I think I felt it was a lot. you know it was very sad yeah. even though it wasn't I wasn't completely kind of heartbroken and left a shell I kind of emerged like you know more of a butterfly because okay, I had yeah. reached an age where you know I I don't know I was just this was the first time in my life I was kind of free to do what I wanted maybe yeah, or yeah. to make a decision yeah. or to see friends that maybe weren't kind of 
encouraged or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, to yeah. um wear my hair whatever way I wanted yeah, or yeah, to go yeah. barefoot in the house if I wanted things yeah. that I couldn't have done yeah in, your, in, in your first previous marriage. relationship yeah. yeah so I think I was enjoying that mm. and my own self and getting to be like god I can go home and have you know Do watch what I tv want. Or, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah so that was interesting for me and then you know the biggest thing I suppose I did which was maybe unusual for people is that I knew I was starting again mm. our friends that we had had you know were very much on my ex's side okay I had kind of fallen away from any of my friends mm-hmm. um it wasn't something that was kind of encouraged or yeah. something that we'd we'd kept up so I was yeah. starting from scratch alone with maybe one or two friends okay yeah. that you know yeah. I'd had since school friends, or yeah. that I grew up with beside me and then Trisha joined the business so we were kind of kind of becoming Before friends friend. yeah so I was really starting from scratch okay so I made a pact with myself because I was like you're living alone mm. no one's gonna knock on the door you know being like hey do you want to come out and play Do you want to be friends yeah, <laughs> yeah. so when anyone asks you to go just go yeah so my clients who were amazing were actually so generous they were like you know I'm going out my friends you want to come and I'd be like yeah okay yeah (laughs) like because I forced myself to and I drove I I I didn't drink I wanted to have that that I could go and come sometimes I'd only be able to stay an hour before I'd be like okay I'm all done I'm ready now to go home with this yeah yeah Yeah. um but it got you out and you met new people and people welcomed you into their groups of friends which Mm -hmm. was so lovely and you gave you that confidence Mm -hmm. and it's just amazing the kindness of people that you know you may have met years ago and that you reconnect with and Mm -hmm. that are just kind and want to help you out and you know I knew a couple of a couple of guys who had always been in hospitality and they'd opened a new kind of bar club thing and I went and they were like so surprised to see me and on my own and filled them in and they were always so lovely and I felt it was very safe so I could go there and that was a big thing for me because I'd never been out alone yeah you know that I wanted to go somewhere that I knew somebody had my back that I could you you know drive in drive out yeah Yeah, and I could go in on my own and not feel weird I think it's more guys can go anywhere on their own yeah, and go yeah, for a totally. beer yeah yeah totally. whereas I was walking in on my own a woman by yourself is yeah, a different thing yeah yeah totally. going oh I'll have a soda and lime and, yeah. and forcing myself to to mingle and be like hello <laughs> <laughs> hello yeah so hi <laughs> and you know I was lucky I just mm. found myself in a place that that was yeah you know comfortable to do yeah. it and then how long into that kind of saying yes to opportunities and like throwing all of your passion into experts how long after that then was it when you started when you found Conrad (laughs) so Conrad and I um were friends we met at a friend's house again she was like I'm having an x-factor party I was like fine I don't watch it but I will come yeah it was like the final so it was around Christmas time I think okay and she was having it and I drove and there was a couple of people I recognized from this club we went to it wasn't okay. like a nightclub yeah just yeah, yeah. Right a bar yeah, yeah. residence from oh okay. years yeah, ago. yeah 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 so there's a couple of people I recognized there yeah. and other friends of hers that she had introduced me to um and Conrad was there uh, at this party making mulled wine and was just ha- having the chats and that was it and then I left after whatever a few hours and then the next week I was in residence again and I saw him at the bar and I was like hi remember we met last week and he was just like sorry yeah I do but like hello Whoa. yeah so I was just like okay bye 
so we just he was always there yeah. and I was always there so yeah. we were just friends yeah like we yeah. really were great friends and yeah. we'd um meet up for lunch or yeah we just got on really well yeah. and I never saw anything romantic there and I well he was like oh no I was in love with you from the start ah. but I just knew we got on so well and yeah. um, we had so much fun together yeah. and um a friend of mine who was working there at the time he was over one night we were having like a tea or whatever in my house and he was like oh somebody in work like you know fancies you and I was like what and he's <laughs> like yeah I know it's Conrad and I was like no 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 we're friends we're yeah, friends yeah. and he's like no no I no. see it I know it <laughs> so um I think about a year after um we went on we, a date <laughs> I don't even think we did I think we just kissed and that was that was it then. that was it yeah and at that point then so Conrad has four children yeah and he was married before as well yeah. so I guess you had that in common yeah was that something that you... I think though it was quite night and day and I do yeah you know okay, to yeah. really give respect to people who've gone through a divorce with kids it's it's, it's a, a whole other ballgame yeah, yeah yeah but was that something that you were kind of like okay we've we've both had our kind yeah. of past if you like and then you know this is our kind of future together was that something yeah that I you think discussed? so I think um it can be so much more daunting thinking about oh am I getting into a relationship you know again and if it's going to be serious and yeah. you know you want to embrace it as if you didn't have those pasts yes. you know and have yeah. that excitement yeah. and that newness but obviously that's always coming with you so yeah. it's what you're bringing yeah and you want to learn from it. You don't want to bring your crap from another relationship into a new one. Yeah. And potentially, you know, stain it with your your stuff. Yeah. You want to kind of have dealt with that. And I think without speaking for Khan, but I, I think. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Maybe we were we'd kind of got serious and everything we're, we're counting here we're counting oh, on yeah. our fingers <laughs> I think maybe like eight months into being quite serious I think he had a wobble and was like I don't know if I can do this okay. and I don't want to get serious and then if it doesn't work out yeah my kids are hurt all over again yes yeah so I think that was a big wobble for him and we actually broke up okay which was the worst time of my life okay and that's, isn't that, like, that that's the worst time of your life? Like, you've gone through a divorce and then, I guess it's it's because you knew, Conrad, like, that this was your future. Oh, Ellen, don't cry. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> and so that, that when, he, when you, you obviously got back together because now you're married. Yeah. So 
when you had that kind of wobble as you call it and then got back together when you got back together was that like this is it now we're yeah we're solid as a rock yeah yeah I think um I think that that time apart it was heartbreak like I'd never felt Mm. And I suppose because in when the marriage broke down, like you said yourself, that wasn't necessarily heartbreak. That was a sadness because you'd already kind of, in yeah. a way, gone through the heartbreak. So that this was this was a different. It was it was a totally different love. I knew yeah. that this was the one. Yeah. It was a much. It was a, a totally different love that mm-hmm. I'd never felt before. Yeah. So when that was, when that wasn't looking like it was going to happen, mm. it was devastating yeah, yeah and I remember I went away with my brothers and one of them his his girlfriend and we went to Thailand for like the new year or that kind of time of the year and I was like crying every day and they thought you know this would be a great holiday you'll yeah. get over it yeah. everything's gonna be fine doing a stare and eventually on it, like. <laughs> yeah and eventually they were just like this is not getting better yeah. like you have to like try and fix this or something because yeah. like yeah. you are really hurting yeah yeah you know so they could see that this wasn't just it wasn't uh, oh, repair no yeah 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 I know and then I <clears throat> I remember um speaking to an aunt of mine who's been super supportive she's mm-hmm. um she married my uncle but she's a stepmom to my cousins okay. so she could kind of I suppose see my my situation yeah. yeah 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 for sure yeah because it's not the most common I suppose yeah, when you're yeah. coming in and I was saying to her, like, I don't care if we never get married. I don't care if we never have children. I just want to be with this man. Yeah. And luckily that, you know, that, that turned out. Right, yeah. out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think we realized that it, we, the, the love was too strong not to take the risk. Yeah. And the thing was, you know, it wasn't that there, the love wasn't there. It was that there was just so much context. You know, there was such a framework yeah, there that everyone, you had to make everyone sure. Everyone has their baggage, yeah, everyone you know, has and it, yeah. you got to go, can I, am I dealing with that on my own side yeah. to now start something new? Yeah. And with, you know, like w- with that kind of relationship came blending a family like you yeah. were you were blending Conrad's four children and then the potential at that time obviously you didn't have Cooper but at, you know yeah. the and potential we for you about, to um about children or anything okay. like that we'd um you know that came that came later. later yeah so I was very happy with with having found Conrad I was just so mad about him yeah yeah totally and and his kids obviously yeah yeah because yeah. they're amazing they so are yeah so that was that was kind of I felt I had everything that I would want or mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. So really, Cooper was kind of the icing on the cake. Yeah. And as you know, I think it can be difficult for people to try and bring another child in in where there's already families there. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been the best thing to for all of us, yeah. Yeah. you know, and he's so oblivious to that. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And he just knows that you know Harry lives with his mom and we go to their house or you know yeah, he comes yeah. here or yeah. you know and it's he doesn't really see the yeah he just sees the logistics of it the practicalities he doesn't see any of the kind of background info he's no, just like this is what my like, life is yeah. and I'm happy and he's so happy I don't yeah. know if you follow Ellen on, on Instagram uh Cooper is like he's just the best he's like the ideal child the dream child um and so now that you've kind of like had kind of the gift of like hindsight and you're looking back at the the time when your your families came together then you had Cooper like what were the kind of ch- what were the biggest challenges for you and Con 
in in making that kind of new family unit work for you? Oh God, I think in hindsight I would do so so many things different differently. Okay. Um, I think I was still. I mean, it's not that long ago, but I was still quite young, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I think I probably wasn't as mature as I should be. And I think you get over emotional about things, yeah. and you let that get the better of you, maybe. And you, you know, I would have liked to have kind of been more mature Kept about things. Heads, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you're so, I suppose, passionate, and you're trying to be in the corner of your space and then you're yeah, you know yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. it's very tricky, tricky situation yeah. and I think we've we've got a good thing going now mm-hmm. um but obviously it's a it's a lifetime's yeah. work you know yeah. it's you're all these people thrown together so it's going to take time to, yeah, to kind of let that you know settle in mm-hmm. um but I think it's it's communicating all the time it's yeah. trying to be as level-headed and try everybody's emotions not to get the better but that's so difficult because yeah. you know you are all passionate about yeah you know well, yeah your children and your yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah. has an idea of what what they think is best mm-hmm. um you know you just hope you're doing right by everybody yeah. and that everybody knows that you're there and they feel loved and that you've got their back and yeah. that's the, the most you can give yeah. and that this stability i think is a the big a big thing yeah think that's and would you have any um would you have any advice for someone say who because I I I mean I know personally a couple of people who have been in relationships since they were quite young as in late teens yeah maybe even early 20s but but late teens and it's almost like it's hard to explain but it's almost like um this sounds really bad but like something like Stockholm Syndrome like they've been in it for so long that they can't see the wood for the trees like they just can't yeah. see the the fact that there's you know what necessarily they've built for themselves might not be the healthiest for them totally like I totally understand that that you, was like, me yeah you know and people afterwards like people were like oh my god that was the weirdest relationship ever okay. or you know that was so bad or it was only really when I started working and would see my friends with their boyfriends or my name, my best friend with her husband. And I'd see them interacting and I'd be like, okay, I don't have, that's weird. I don't have that. It's alien to me. Yeah, or the way they're speaking to each other and it's kind of, you know, they're slagging each other or yeah. having fun. I was like, this, no, I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, now. That's weird. There, yeah. yeah, and then that my friends would say to me, like, do you not think it's weird now that you whatever the example can't wear your hair up when you get home yeah do you think that's when I'd be like no that's just how it is or like they're like that wouldn't be you know normal normal yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so I think you just don't see it because you're it's almost like like, yeah yeah habit or you know it's hard as well I think from like for anyone that's listening that might identify with this either that they might feel like they might be in a relationship that's a, a kind of um, they've been in it for so long that they're almost just trained to behave a certain yeah. way or not trained to behave a certain way. That sounds bad, but like that, that they've been in for so long that they're just like, this is my life and this is how it is. And this is how it's always going to be. But for for a friend of someone in a relationship like that, what can be difficult is broaching the subject with your pal. So like, for, like from an outsider's perspective, like you were saying, your pals were kind of saying to you, do you, do you not think that's a bit funny now that this I is would happening? have been so defensive. I mean, yeah. I'm and, sure and my friend Vanessa said it to it? me yeah. a million times over the years. 
and you know that Easter bank holiday when I rang her like her and her husband came to clear out my stuff on the bank holiday Monday and they couldn't get it into the car quick enough yeah they you know knew, to yeah. get me out of there yeah, like yeah. she was just like the moment has come we're going with this it. is it now yeah so yeah. I think there's an element of the person isn't going to listen because they're going to be super defensive over yeah. their relationship because yeah. what they see in it is the good bits yeah. maybe yeah but I think there would have been a part of me that was waiting for the yeah. You know, somebody on the white horse to come around, yeah, yeah, pick yeah. me up, make it all happen, yeah. you know, get me out of there, yeah. make me happy. But you got to do it yourself. Yeah, you have to do Even it Even though yourself. the rug was yeah. pulled from under me, like that's why I nearly feel grateful that, you know, that time was called because it was better for both of us, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're waiting for that moment to happen, it's not. You know, it's not going to. You have to make you have it to happen it yourself. yourself. And like, I think you know if you're happy in a relationship. And mm. if, you know, that would be the big thing. Is it bringing out the best in you? You know, is that yeah. person bringing out the best in you? Are you bringing out the best in that person? Because mm. that's really what it's about. Yeah. You know, you get so much, you know, joy out of making your partner happy and yeah. making your life that they're happy. Yeah. And, you know, not like you know, being a servant to the rent, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. that you're no, make, yeah, make making, them happy. yeah, making their ha- and them to you happy. and yeah, 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 yeah course, doing yeah. things that, that you're fulfilling that. Yeah. So I think I when think, you know, okay, no, I am not happy, yeah. but this is definitely not bringing out the best or it's yeah. not, that person isn't bringing out the best of me or yeah. nurturing that. Yeah. And I think some people can be together from when they're super young, but they both are kind of growing and maturing mm-hmm. at the, the same time yeah and they're kind of in the same direction yeah Yeah. and they're trying to motivate each other and support each other when they are growing maybe through college or jobs and they've really got each other's backs and I think that's and that can happen yeah yeah it can totally happen. happen and then there's the other thing where it's just habit yeah it's what you've always done Mm -hmm. you're terrified of anything outside of that yeah you know, like or, I said, like I didn't of being even go alone. to college yeah. because yeah. I was like, oh, my God, no way. What would that do to my relationship? I'm going out with somebody yeah. and yeah. like, I sure I couldn't do that. Yeah. Then I'd have to talk to people of the other sex and sure I couldn't do that. Yeah, that would I just know be yeah. no way. No, no yeah. Area. So you're holding yourself back in so many ways. So yeah. when you get somebody that wants you to be the best you can be yeah. and, you know, go for it, mm. then I think That's so special. Yeah. yeah. And. I think you can see the longevity there because life is always going to have ups and downs and hard times and children having a child or having children in marriage. It puts such pressure on a relationship. It really does. It can be the glue at times to keep you from divorcing (laughs) uh, because you're like, okay, I can't just walk out of the house and slam the door. But, you know, it does put pressure on us. Of course. And I think that's, you know, that's normal that you're going to go through tricky times in the best of relationships. You're going to hit times where you're not getting along. Mm. But I think it's, you know, when both of you don't want to get divorced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) If you can keep that one person doesn't want to get divorced when you're having the fight, I think you'll stay together. (laughs) You know, just one out of two. Just one out of two. Just to hold hold the fort while that (laughs) to get over it. Have the moment. The other person is like, I'm still into this marriage. It's grand. I think you can kind of hold on to each other. And you know, when you were saying like, um, for your partner to bring out the like it'll it'll work if the if your partner wants to bring out the best in you like sometimes I've I've observed relationships that shall we say where like that like I you know I was kind of saying the person has been bedded down into it for so long 
um, and has kind of gotten used to the certain the, the negativities right N- not all of it is, is negative but like this there's elements of it that will be negative say and sometimes you know the person has almost lost or, or, or can't identify what the best of them if you like is mm. like the person is so bedded down into it that they they think that they're living the best version of themselves which is probably half of what yeah. they could be potentially living and I think uh, you know as a friend maybe like okay put it this way if you if you saw a relationship like that now in one of your friends and you just thought look I know that this is not her or him living his or her best life like would you approach that like I I, I mean I don't think it, it can be approached from a friend like you can see that your friend you know might be not living their best life not having the happiest relationship can you approach that or you know and, and gently nudge or should you just stay well back I think it really depends on your relationship with that friend yeah you know I really think that's I mean if it's your you know your best friend forever I think you need to have that sit down and go like how can I support you to you know are you truly happy is mm-hmm. this you know bringing out the best of you and that you're living your best life um or and just help support them even to try and develop themselves because it, like I was saying like I wouldn't have had the confidence and I kind of had some sense of self but I think I've done so much more work on that yeah. since um and it's finding what that is mm. you know whether it's maybe going to a therapist or a counselor whether it's going with your friend to yoga or pilates somewhere where they can calm their mind and yeah. kind of get a bit of clarity going I mean you know I'm big into Reiki and yeah. a Reiki master and I found all of that after um my marriage ended like that year one of my clients was like you gotta you Try gotta Reiki. go to this yeah yeah and it really changed my outlook and really changed me and helped me develop myself mm-hmm. and I think that's it because you lose your sense of self mm-hmm. and I think it depends on the friendship I mean recently yeah. a friend came to me and was like oh you know so we we separated and I was like well should have never married them <laughs> I told you that was terrible and they were like I know I know I was like well, Karma's like I hope you didn't say that I was like of course I did because that was the truth and that's but, the kind of relationship you had with the person that you're okay yeah, to be like well yeah. of course yeah and I was like but now how can I help you and now yeah. you know going yeah. forward now yeah. what now what's the plan yeah so I think if you know if anyone listening is either in a relationship that's not oh necessarily God, serving ask them, for help ask for help yeah, yeah even yeah. if you can't even if it's too emotional and too I don't know even if it, you feel it'd be too nerve-wracking to go to your family or friends go to a professional now mm-hmm. it's like you know all out there that you yeah can do you this. can do that you can go <laughs> yeah, to a professional yeah it was I wouldn't have thought of that yeah you know yeah having too a busy looking is... at my Dr. <laughs> Phil like please talk about marriage <laughs> whereas now you just you know hit the button on your phone and you have you have access. everything but yeah seriously just do that for yourself because there's two people in every relationship somebody can't be harboring the blame it's not the other person's no, fault no you know this even my own experience like I I was at fault to so much that yeah. the marriage broke down you yeah. know there's two two people there yeah. so you can't be totally going I don't know feeling you're a victim either because yeah. you're not helping yourself yeah. and that's the biggest thing you need to help yourself mm-hmm. even in healthy relationships you know you need mm-hmm. to put your own mask on first yeah to really you know yeah have kind of some idea of what's yeah. happening and I think like like that you know asking for help in those situations like ask someone that you you think will be I suppose like 
receptive to the fact that you're looking for help but not necessarily okay like you have to break up with them now you know what I mean yeah because and I think that's why sometimes family and friends could be the worst yeah, people to because, go to because exactly, they're yeah. just going well, I never liked him or yeah. this what you need to, whereas you need to you need to trace back the steps and go okay hang on why have I become okay with this situation mm-hmm. and why have I let this happen and why am I okay with this yeah. and what what have you know what's missing there in you your yeah. confidence yeah. or you know yeah. there's something and sometimes there sometimes only a professional can, can absolutely can they can guide you things. and they're not yeah. giving you answers no they're helping and you they're lay out the opinions. jigsaw pieces and you put together the jigsaw pieces yeah. so it's you kind of reflecting on your behavior and what's maybe what you're kind of dependent on yeah. or what it might be so I really think seeking out professionals yeah. help and like that just invaluable they're not going to be like if you tell your pal that you're upset or sad or whatever of course or your family of course their first instinct is going to be I want to fix this I want to make you better I want to get you out of that situation but you might not necessarily want to leave that that relationship you just might want to develop it make yourself happier make yourself better so like that's where a professional won't give you that negative opinion 100% and I think it's that that self-reflection of when you are separated from people who have you as their kind of bias mm. and you're in a profession that you can go, oh God, I've not, you know, been the best here either mm-hmm. or I've totally, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. the case may be that yeah. you can improve on that and actually make the marriage work. So I don't yeah. think everything is that it's all going to fall apart yeah. into divorce. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there are skills that you, if you're in a relationship, you need to learn. Yeah. Like This isn't something we're taught in school. Mm-hmm. And if you do come out of a divorce and you're in another relationship I mean that's 60% of those fail so you're up against it as well so you need to really kind of know yourself inside out Mm -hmm. and keep working on that so that you can have a good relationship going forward and there are things that you're just not aware of you know you do have to seek out that information whether it's reading it yourself or going to talk to somebody but it's it's something you have to kind of work on yeah and it's worth it obviously yeah. Yeah. you know but yeah. it's it's not I don't think something that's totally com- you know common and easy for people yeah and that's because we're just repeating what we've what we've been brought up with yeah so whatever was normal for your parents is what it's you're going to repeat yeah and whether that was good bad indifferent mm-hmm. that's your norm that's yeah. your baseline yeah and and let's not forget your partner whoever you're with learned all their lessons from totally. their parents so you're le- learning lessons from two different sets yeah, of parents yeah and it can so be vastly you know vastly different yeah you know whether it's it's a kind of a minor thing or whether it's something quite serious yeah. yeah you know and whether it can you know and that can really affect you if you've grown up in a house where I don't know let's say it was quite there was no shouting okay yeah, yeah and somebody else has grown up in a house where you're shouting but it's you don't take offense by it yeah, that's just, just how it was just constant shouting. and yeah. then you bring that together where you're shouting at somebody who's not used to that that can break somebody yeah but it's not coming from a bad place yeah so that's where you need to figure out you know that then like that's where because it didn't start with you yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah. it's way way back and yeah. you're tracing that yeah. that way back yeah. and if you look back into your your family or what has happened in your family tree mm-hmm. it is mimicking yeah you know like it's like I have a big age gap between me and my next sibling and now look I have you know cons four kids and there's a big age gap and there's Cooper yeah like I'm mimicking what's what's yeah. familiar yeah 
So what you're saying is I'm going to turn into my mother. <laughs> yeah, we all turn into our mothers. Okay. Yeah. Um, thanks. I've I've learned so much, and oh my god, like I because I don't I yeah uh, I don't know much about divorce. Although I do call Dean my current husband a lot, so who knows what's <laughs> to come? Who knows what's to come? Um. So thank you so much for uh for being so honest. Oh my god, and for fill me in and um like sharing that whole journey because there's like it's it was up and down and left and yeah. right and there's there's just so many moving parts to it you like you just and never know what's what's around, around the, corner. the corner yeah yeah <laughs> so thank you so much ellen you're so good thanks to you. come in um and thanks everyone for listening as always and thanks so much for comments and for subscribing Um, all the links to all the episodes of the podcast are um housed on instagram at private education podcast um, so head over there leave comments um, get on to me actually send me ideas for more episodes because I've done how many is this now 16, 17 and I'm running out of ideas <laughs> so if you've anything that um, lots of people do get on to me give me ideas if, I, if you've anything that you would like to hear covered uh, or guest suggestions like don't suggest Whoopi Goldberg because I keep trying and she keeps saying no but you know someone a bit more local uh, and I'll um I'll read them and I'll get back to you. And uh, who knows, your topic might appear in an episode soon. Um, so thanks so much for listening. And until next time, stay safe, have fun. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.